0: So, the Dennis Hurley Centre in Etoqueni, we're going to stay with it, is a project and an organisation and a space that we. Pr- really, really try to cover as much of the work that they do because it talks to active citizenship, it talks to engaging with diverse religions, and it talks to really participating in your community. What they're going to be doing this uh, week coming up on Wednesday the 29th is they're going to be holding an annual interfaith iftar which reflects on the traditions of Ramadan and Lent. On the line, one of our friends here of JSB, Raymond Perrier, a director at the Dennis Hurley Centre. Raymond, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Good morning, Michelle. How are you doing?
0: Well, I I understand that you are still in the UK, so I imagine you are doing a lot worse than me because it's, I think, two hours earlier there.
1: Let's be grateful it's not a video phone.
0: (laughs) Have you at least had a cup of coffee?
1: No, I haven't got out of bed. It's way too cold. So it, I'm, I'm huddled up with a hot water bottle.
0: Isn't it... Ex- and uh, uh,
1: but now I have the warmth, of your, the warmth of your voice as well.
0: Uh, but you know, Raymond, isn't it extraordinary that it's already the end of March and it is still so cold in the UK at the moment, hey?
1: Yeah, but the daffodils are coming out and there's blossom on the trees and uh, there's that wonderful sense of spring being in the
0: air. Ah, I love it. (laughs) Raymond, let's talk about this uh, wonderful annual interfaith iftar that you are holding. What is an iftar and how will it look and reflect on the traditions of both Ramadan and Lent?
1: So iftar is the daily uh, ritual celebration of the breaking of the fast that uh, Muslims uh, have during Ramadan. So Ramadan began, of course, a couple of days ago um, in South Africa. The annual twenty-eight days, uh, thirty days of fasting by uh, the Muslim community, and each day they break the fast uh, just after sunset uh, with the uh, the call to prayer, and then the, the first chance to eat since the sun rose. Uh, usually 12, 13, 14 hours earlier. So that's called the Iftar. And uh, as uh, as you know, of course, the benet Centre in Durban is based uh, right next to the Catholic Cathedral on one side and the main mosque, the Juma Masjid, on the other. So the Muslims are very much not just our neighbours, but our friends, our partners, our brothers and sisters in our work with homeless people and the refugees of central Durban. And so every year we organize an interfaith iftar with them so that we can show solidarity during the month of Ramadan and join them for the breaking of the fast. What's interesting this year, because Ramadan, of course, moves through the year, it's a lunar lunar, uh, festival, so each year it's a few days earlier than the previous year. So this year, for the first time for for a while, Ramadan and the Christian season of Lent, which is also a season of fasting, actually overlap. We've got two weeks left, of Lent and Ramadan has just begun. So we've let's let's explore this, the sense of of two different traditions uh, uh, united in celebrating or in marking a period of fasting.
0: So we do need to go to a break, and uh, if I may, I'm going to ask you the question, and when we come back from the break, uh, we can put the answer to it. But, you know, what I like about what you're saying is this idea that We have Ramadan from the the Muslim religion. We have Lent, which is the um, Catholic religion. But what we're seeing is such similarity. And I think that, you know, we we need to remind ourselves how similar religions actually really are in terms of what they are aiming or striving to do in their best sense. And if we could go to that, uh, we'll do that right after the break.
1: The Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constantin.
0: We're chatting to Raymond Perrier, who's the director of the Dennis Hurley Centre in Durban, Ettaquini, in KwaZulu Natal. The Dennis Hurley Center has an annual interfaith event, the Iftar, which is going to be held on Wednesday, the 29th of March at 5 p.m. to reflect the retreated traditions of both Ramadan and Lent. And uh, what's interesting, as uh, Raymond has just noted, is that both of them are uh, on uh, celebrating the fast at round about the same time. It doesn't always happen in this case, but this is what is happening right now. Raymond... When we look at the fact that it is happening per chance, I mean, it's actually uh, owing to, you know, the time of the year and the moon, et cetera, et cetera. But it does talk to the fact that there are so many similarities.
1: Absolutely. And I think that's very much a focus of the Denetrially Centre all the time. We're always looking at what unites us rather than what divides us. And in our work with uh, the poorest people in the centre of Durban, in our work in uh, bringing states together, our cultural work, we're always noticing what, uh, what we have in common. And I think that's what's so powerful, particularly in a country like South Africa with such religious diversity.
0: So, OK, what can people expect in the iftar that takes place on Wednesday the 29th? What will be taking the discussion be and uh, the engagement be?
1: Super. So we uh, are welcoming people, anyone at all can come and join us uh, at the Dentistry Centre, right in the heart of the city from 5 o'clock on Wednesday. And we're going to start off by bringing together two theologians. So one is Syafiso Duma, who works for IPCI, the Islamic uh, Information Organisation that's based right opposite us. And the other is Lauren Matthew, who is a phenomenal Methodist minister, a great thinker, a great writer. And the two of them are going to be in conversation about this notion of uh, Lent and Ramadan and what they have in common and what they can learn from each other. But one of the things that we're, we're noticing as we reflect on this is that both are based on the three same pillars. Of course, we're always aware of about know, fasting people always talk about giving up something for Lent. Even people who never go to church still think about giving up something for Lent. Yeah. So this whole a sense of self-denial of not uh, not enjoying yourself in a way that you might normally. In Ramadan, it's very strictly defined in terms of specific things you can't do. Uh, the Christian tradition of Lent is much more voluntary. You choose what you give up. That's one part of it. But then alongside of it, in both cases, a deepening of the sense of prayer, and in particular, because of the impact of giving up something, praying for those who are less fortunate, remembering those who are less fortunate, remembering those we don't actually have a choice whether or not to give up things because their circumstances mean they have to anyway. And then thirdly, uh, that uh, a response to that is arms giving, uh, donating to organizations, donating to religious organizations to show that I, I want to demonstrate my solidarity with those who are in need by giving something. Uh, so one of the ways in which many Christians do that is, for example, they give up uh, chocolate and the money they would have spent on chocolate gets spent on uh, uh, gets given to the poor instead so we'll be reflecting on those themes and the way in which we can learn from each other then uh, uh according to the to the um the muslim clock at five fifty seven, uh the uh, the call to prayer is due to be is due to be called the evening call to prayer and because we'll be outside again we'll hear that call to prayer which is so beautiful coming from the dina masjid wow. and then after the call to prayer there will be uh, a, a ritual break of the fast by uh, eating dates, then a chance for people who wish to to um, to join in uh, the Muslim uh, f- uh, five, six minutes of prayer, and then there will be a feast, because, of course, uh, in Ramadan, the iftar, the break of the fast, is a chance to feast and to uh, and, and to uh, recover from the 12 or 13, 14 hours of fasting that's been going on. And Muslims will have been fasting since 4.44 that morning, so that's just over, just over thirteen hours of fasting.
0: Wow, Raymond! I wish you all the best, and what a wonderful, wonderful thing to be doing. I also wish you the best in fasting for your Lent as well.
1: Thank you. And can I can I uh, make a suggestion to anyone who's listening, wherever they are the country, if they'd like to on Wednesday, whatever your religious tradition, spend the day fasting, following the Ramadan rules. That means nothing can be eaten or drunk from four forty four in the morning for 5.57 in the evening, and that's a way of showing solidarity with Muslims who are fasting for all the days during Ramadan.
0: Fantastic. That's Raymond Perry, who's the director of the Dennis Hurley Centre. And as he mentions, they'll be having interfaith iftar on Wednesday the 29th to reflect on the traditions of Ramadan and Lent. And even if you aren't a Muslim, perhaps what you would like to do is on Wednesday the 29th fast for the day. As Raymond says, uh, the the uh, sun comes up at 4.44 on Wednesday. It'll go down at five. 57 so for that particular time you will fast and i wish all our friends who are fasting i'm thinking of ashraf garda now who's also fasting as we speak and uh, wishing you the very best in this time of ramadan it's seven twenty-seven.